Yo, what's going on? You on live Spay Radio? What's up? Hello. Hello. What's going on? You on live Spay Radio? Hey, what's up? This is Heather B. How you doing? Hey, what's going on? Oh wow! I uh, wasn't even expecting you. What's going on? I'm goody. How you doing? What's going on with you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm I'm definitely glad that you called in though because I wanted to definitely talk about the new project with Prima and everything. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, <laughs> man. I'm 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 excited about it. I mean, we good to go right now? Yeah, yeah. We good to go. You can go. We live. We live. Definitely. Oh. Okay, what's up? I'm, 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 I'm apologize about that. You gave me no warning. <laughs> no, <laughs> now, we no, live, no. people. We live with Heather B, y'all. Heather what's B. up? Uh, hey, everybody. What's up? Um, you know what? It, it, it may sound a little crazy because I know you don't hear this a lot. A lot of people don't say this, but I am really excited um, about working with Premier. And, and it's not. I've known Premier for a really long time. He actually was a connection between myself and MOP uh, back in the 90s when I did the Marcana joint. You know, he, he was the person who connected me with MOP. So we've been friends uh, since then. And last year he called me just out the blue. He was he was going through some records and about to go DJ at a spot, and he needed the Marcana nigga record. And he called me. He was like, yo, I'm looking for this record. Where is it? So I put him in touch with Kenny Parker, who produced the record, and, it produced the record, and he was like, yo, so what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I got an audition in a couple of hours. What's up? He was like, Heather, you know, you need to come out with an album. And I was like, I've been working on one. He said, oh, well, all right, cool. Let me know what you want to do. Let's sit down and talk, and I'll executive produce it. And in that, um, I, I just have to say, God is so good, because once we sat down and talked about the project, that brought on the premiere. It brought on Kenny Parker. It brought on Pete Rock. It brought on Large Professor. It just brought on so many of these 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 producers that I've been respecting and wanting to work with. So I'm just excited about this project, you know. And it, it's a feeling that I haven't had in a long time, you know, because music we could just get the business itself is dirty and it's a game and you got to play the game and it's what it is. But um, I just got that spark again and I'm just excited about it and I'm just doing my thing right now so it's all goody wow and that is definitely big when i when i saw that you that you did the album with primo i was like that's huge no it 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 is and and you know what and it it was working with him in a way where he didn't have to sort of babysit me if if you know what i mean and if people are familiar with you know just being babysat in a studio you know as an artist a lot of times uh producers and production companies and record labels come in and they sit with you and they have to watch whatever preem has has is not like that and he's not been like that with me i basically went in and recorded songs he listened he told me this he tweaked that he did this he did that i told him who i wanted to work with i told him who i was reaching out to he sort of just kind of he was just like you know just just got in the whole thing which was so dope and so incredible and and it's just hats off to him because it was just a pleasure working with him and just just having an opportunity to sit with him and, and just 
being under his tutelage and, and, and guidance and, and listening to him in that way. So it's been really, really good. And as I said, Pete Rock and Kenny Parker and Lodge Professor just coming in, I was like, oh, my goodness, I don't want people to think it's like Shematic, you know, the, the female version of <laughs> the female version of Nas' album. But, you know, it, it, it was just something that just came about because I am a fan of hip-hop and I am a fan of music. And with all the things that's going on now with people asking me just with my return of a full-length LP after eight years, what do you feel about this one and what do you think about that one? Yeah. You know, I, I just, you know, everybody's doing their thing. You know, I don't have time for that. You know, I'm I'm grown. Like, I'm a grown woman. <laughs> it's about mortgage and my nieces and nephews and birthday parties and Six Flags and my husband. Like, I'm grown. So I don't really have time to, to really think about what somebody else is doing. This is my contribution to the game and what I'm doing and how I appreciate music. So what everybody else is doing, yo, man, as long as you're writing and getting your publishing checks, good for you, you know, like do yeah. your thing. I, I I ain't got no problems with that. Heather B is Heather B, and, and, and it is what it is with that. Wow. Okay, that, that was actually my next question, uh, just to give the people an idea of how long of a break you had from your last album. And, wow. and actually, what were you doing within that amount of time? Uh, you said eight years. Actually, you actually answered my question. What were you doing in that time that you had in off? Interim, in the interim between 2002 when I dropped Eternal Affairs independently and now, um, I've actually, you know, God is good. And, and I say that in, 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 with, in, in my heart, you know, just that I've been able to do commercials. You know, I, I just started to do the television thing. And really since real world, believe it or not, you know, I was uh, 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 in my 20s when I auditioned for that show. Actually, I just turned 20 and I auditioned for that show and, and went out and did that. And it kind of catapulted me into the television world and uh -huh. from there I just made a lot of connections and kind of you know laid off of it a little bit but I kept being approached into doing television in different production companies so uh, finally I, I started to get around to it which led to doing other television things and finally a director came up to me and said you know you need to do commercials you need to try to go into commercials and I got with an agency um, out here in New York and, and started doing television commercials which has been a blessing in itself, you know, that's a whole other game, but I started doing television commercials, which kind of, you know, um, just showed me some other stuff about it, and, and, and then that fire came back from music, you know, it, it's it's not something that I think, music is not something that I think you, you could just do, I think you should be passionate about it, and want to do it, and be in that creative space, you know, auditioning, and doing movies, and film, and television, it's somebody else's words, I mean, let's be real, it, it, it's somebody else's words, and if you you can fit the suit and you can say the lines and if they looking for a black person a chinese person you might be in you know what i mean but <laughs> music music is a little bit different you know I, I needed to get back to the place where i was passionate about it and, and i really wanted to do it and i and i had a voice and in, in, in a space in it and, and just felt good about it and that's that's what open bar is about that's what this project and that's what this album is about so in the interim i was just doing television commercials and doing a lot of you know television stuff on the production side, which has been great, you know, but uh, I, I got the bug back just to, you know, do the music, and I felt like I could have a sincere contribution to it, as well as having an opportunity to work with Premier and some of the producers that I've always respected to be a part of this project. Okay, that's what's up. We got a caller. Who's on the line? Spade Radio. You in the building. What's good? Hey, what's going on, man? It's your boy, Big Jig, man. 
Yo, what's going on, man? We on the line with Heather B. She she currently has a project out with uh, uh coming out with pre, uh, Primo called Open Bar, correct? Yep, that's what's up. Yep, and we got Big Jig in the building. Big Jig is um tell them about tell tell them uh, who you are and what you represent. As you know, it's your boy Big Jig, man. BT one oh six apart freestyle Friday chap, man, currently with Cox Records, man. E one as you know what I'm saying, as known as now, you know what I'm saying? I'm just on on my little promo tour, man. Album come out worldwide, man, June, man, called the go to, man. That's what's up. You are you familiar with Heather B? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard I heard her name before, yeah. Yeah, you remember she was on the reality show Real World? Oh, okay, yeah, 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 no doubt. <laughs> I think oh, my gosh. People, I think most people know you from that. <laughs> you know what? That's really funny because I, I got to tell you something. You know, being an artist, and, and, I, and I'm respecting what he's saying, but when I first came out, my first record deal, I had a big record deal. I was signed to Electra Records, had a bunch of money. I was out. I was chilling. I bought everybody something for Christmas. I was uh-huh. doing my thing. And once that budget gets depleted and things start, to going this way and that way, and you trying to figure out who you want to work with and who you want to collab with. I get this email, not an email, but you know, but I got this fax actually about auditioning for this show, a documentary series, and they wanted to follow artists around New York City, and uh-huh. that's actually how I got on Real World. There was not even a name to the show, and little did I know, you know, going to audition for this documentary, it blew up into something crazy. It's now in its 19th season, so you can imagine like how long that is and what kind of impact is made on reality television. It was really the first of its kind. So I know a lot of people know me from that, and people yeah. still be saying stuff to me about it, but it's all goody. You know, yeah, I, yeah. I, I did what I did, and I have no regrets about it. Yeah, definitely. You, you were definitely one of my favorite people on the on the show. I can't front. Thank you so much. Thank you. It was, it, it was <laughs> This is before all of the hot tubs and the orgies and the and and all the girls getting down and everybody sleeping with each other. Yeah. We had a show. Our, our our version of Real World was a little bit different. So I didn't get butt naked with nobody. I ain't kiss no girls. I was just me chilling, you know, as a rapper trying to get on and trying to blow up. No doubt. <laughs> so so Jig, man, what what project are you uh, currently working on? Do you have a mixtape or album out something right now? Yeah, 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 I got a couple mixtapes out right now. You know what I'm saying? I got a um, mixtape with my tour DJ, DJ Geezer, you know, Slip and Slide um, Records DJ. Uh, I got a mixtape out with DJ Drama as well. And I got a mixtape out right now with DJ Smalls, Southern Smoke, called Space Age Trapping. That's okay. what's up. That's what's up, man. And um, so it's, uh, are you currently on any uh, tours or anything like that? Yeah, I'm on a I'm on my, I'm on a little um, promo tour right now. Okay, all right. So um, you how it was like two years ago when you won 106 in Park the the champ when you were a champion, right? That was like two years ago, something like that. Like three years ago. Three years ago. How, how do you feel that did it? Did, do you think that really helped your career? Like as far as the the path that you're going, having that exposure has that helped you? Yeah, I think the exposure helped me. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, uh, it helped me get to to other avenues. That's what it did. It helped me reach other avenues and get. Uh, bigger connects, you know, because since then, because since then, you know, I had got a chance to get on um, Rap City in the basement before they uh, closed it down um, in 08, at the beginning of 08, I was, I got a chance to get in there in the basement, um, I had a video on MTV too, you know what I'm saying, so yeah, it helped, you know what I'm saying, the exposure definitely helped, because you got to understand, that's that's 30 plus some odd million viewers that's watching, you know, one of, 
No doubt. That's dope, Jig. That's dope. Props to you for that, man. So um, how many times did you actually win? Did you win, like, the, the, the whole thing, or did you win, like, four consecutive times? Or? I won four weeks in a row. Okay. And and then they have, like, a finale battle, right, something like that? Because I'm not really that familiar with the – I don't really watch BET. Let me, I'm sorry, BET. I'm sorry, everybody over there, but I don't <laughs> – so I'm not that familiar with the whole, the, the whole freestyle battle thing. So how does it work? Well, well, you know, actually, how I got on it was I was doing a lot of stuff in New York, like opening up for, you know, uh, Mob Deep, you know, Jay the Kiss a few times, uh, opened up for Nas once, you know. So and and they, and they were just tripping because you know I'm from Chicago, but they just never heard nobody in the Midwest that like sound like me. So it was like, dang, you know, most people out the Midwest, you know, that was hot that ever that you ever really knew about for real was cats like Twister and. Ball Thugs and Harmony, you know, they style yeah. completely, yeah. completely different. They on that, you know, super speedy, speed rapping, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> no doubt. Compare me with my, with my Southern style, like, you know, a lot of people compare me to Scarface. Yeah. It was like, they were, people were just tripping, like, man, you know, you need to try out for this, you know, Freestyle Friday thing and see what happened. I said, well, all right. So I had tried out for it. They had hooked it up, lined it up. I tried out for it. And I'm, I got a chance to do my thing. And I had never even been a freestyle for, um, rapper. You know, actually, I'm just a, a lyricist. I just write. You know That's what I'm saying? That's what's up. That's what's up. Thing and I just I shined on them. Yeah. Okay, that's what's um, So, like, have, have, be, have you ever been in any battles or anything like that? Or when Listen, you were I, it, it's so funny. I appreciate Jig saying what he's saying, and I can kind of relate to it, even though my, my role was a little bit different. You have to remember, for me, um, I had to audition for KRS-One, and, and I'm talking about in a day where KRS-One was the equivalent of Jay-Z. Yeah. So it was about coming into the studio and spitting for KRS-One, who was looking like, okay, what else you got? Okay, what else you got? Okay, what else you got? So it wasn't even about, you know, battling more than it was just about looking at a dude like him, who, to me, as Jig said, he, he is a – KRS-One is a lyricist and an MC. He may be the definition of that in terms of when I was coming up and, and, and doing my thing. So I was real excited. When I knew I had to go in and, and spit for him, I was like, that's what's up, you know. So I went in and did my thing for him, and he was like, all right, I'm a, you know, we're going to rock together. Um, why don't you come on tour with us? And I ended up starting out going on tour with Boogie Down Productions. So that's kind of how I got my start. Um, it was just being, you know, being with, with, with KRS-One and rocking under his tutelage and him being my mentor sort of and, and, and running around, you know, the states with him. So that was my, my breakout moment auditioning okay. for KRS-One. So it was – we didn't have the Freestyle Friday thing back then. We used to just go to clubs in the city in New York and just kind of jump on stage and whatever, whatever. But um, for me, my big deal was rhyming in front of KRS-One. So that okay. was like my shining moment. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So, so it's um, a little bit, a little bit different. Okay. So, uh, Jig, what's your like label situation right now? Well, you know, I just got a distribution situation only right now. You know, I had a couple deals that came to me, but you know, it didn't make no, you know, it, it kind of didn't make sense, man, because you know I've been in the game. This is my eleventh year. You know, I've been on like uh, fourteen magazine covers. You know, one six in Park, MTV, MTV Two. I'm sitting in the basement, so, you know, a couple of the deals that they came at me with was just kind of like, you know, me and my team was like, it wasn't worth it because I done already put in too much work. So 
We just decided to the distribution situation for a second. But, you know, hopefully that situation will open up better. You know, that I got my own label called Go To ENT, you know, that I'm trying to really uh, open up so I can try to snatch up some of these young cats that got talent, you know, because there's a lot of cats that's running around with talent, but they just don't know, you know, what route to take or either they don't have the connects or they don't have the money or the funding to be able to, do you know things that they that you need that needs to be done in the industry you know because everything now is political and about a dollar amount you know what I mean so yeah. that's what I'm trying to do right now you know what I'm saying. So um, Heather, what what label is your project coming out on? I was getting ready to say I want to reiterate a little bit on what he said. Um, you're so right, and 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 that's what's up with what you're saying. Any kind of success or anything that I've ever had, from all Glocks down to my kind of nigga to do you, all my joints that I put out, it was independent. You know, later big labels came on later on and jumped on after the fact, but all the success that I had was done independently. And right now with the situation that's going on, it's exactly what Jake said. All of these deals are like 360 deals. They want a part of your show money. They want a part of your publishing. They want a part of this. You know, how is that even possible? You know, yeah. you you out here doing all of this work, you grinding, you actually home. And, and I'm not taking nothing away from any other female artist that's out here, but I write every one of my songs. I wrote every one of my songs. Why am I giving that up to a label? You yeah. know, like, why, why would I do that? So I understand him when he says that. So for with me working with somebody like Premier and his label situation and being independent, um, that's what I wanted to do. I, I wanted to hold on to my, my, my ownership and my property of it. And even if I don't have the big come out number one at MTV and number one at this and number one at that, it is about owning our masters and owning our publishing and holding on to as much as our property as possible because what happens is that you get older later on and you got a house and you got mortgage and you got taxes and people end up having kids. You have to support yourself when this game is over and said and done with and hold on to your stuff as much as possible. And that's what I try to say to all the artists out there. Hold on to your situations. You know, they're coming at you for a reason. If they offer you 100000 you're worth 200000 You know, hold on to your stuff because it's a dirty, dirty game. Real talk. <laughs> it's a dirty game out here. And you you out here doing all this work and you writing these songs when you're trying to put two and two together and, and when things are going on in your family and you have to separate yourself from that and put them lines together and put them 16s together. You got you to gotta make sure your, your lyrics is heartfelt. No record labels don't appreciate that so hold on to your stuff as much as much as possible and jig i applaud you for what you're doing real talk fam i applaud you for that that's what's up man so, so uh jig uh, do you have um uh any like uh like film plans or to do any like uh dvds that may come out with your some of your cds or anything like that um uh, not not as yet, you know. I've been floating around on a lot of other people's DVDs, though. That you know, that've been going on. You know, like Real Talk magazine DVD. Uh, um, they got a new. Uh, I think they got a new Smack DVD that that's about to come out. You know that I, that I was on. Okay. Um, it's a few DVDs I got on, man. Hood Affairs DVD. Okay. It's so many of it's so many of them that I done floated through and got on that I don't even. I don't even remember half of the ones they say the name of them, honestly, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when, so when, how, what type of artist, Jig, would you consider yourself? Would you consider yourself a lyrical artist 
Or, you know, like if, if someone had to put you in a box and they put you in a category, how would you categorize yourself and your music? I'm just a, to me, I'm a, I'm, I'm like a, uh, I'm a Picasso rapper. What I mean by Picasso, I try to paint a picture. Okay. You know, I, I try to make people like, you know, when they hear me spit, it's almost like I'm drawing in front of them. Like they can really see what I'm saying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Versus trying to make, you know, you know, I ain't really, you know, I like party records and I do make party records. I make records for the females, but I also try to make a lot of records. Mostly all my records, even with the females and the party records, I still try to make them where people can see my vision of what I'm saying. Like, I, I like to make, make it a vision and people see what's going on, you know, if, if, versus me just hearing me spit. Because, you know, I'm one of them type of artists. I listen to I listen to the beats. Yeah, I like the tracks. But at the same time, I want to hear what the artist is talking about. So that's what I, that's how I be wanting people to look at me, like, Hear what I'm saying. Just don't. I know the beat might be banging, but hear through that beat. Hear what I'm talking about. Hear how I'm riding the beat. What I'm talking about. Okay. All right. So I got two. I got the flip side on the phone right now. I got Heather B, who's from New York, and then I got Big Jig, who's from uh, Chicago. Say it again. Where, where, where are you from again? Yeah, I'm from Chicago. Oh, okay, you're from Chicago. All right. So, um. You, being like a lot of people are saying like it's 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 a bad time for New York hip hop because uh you don't have a lot of New York hip hop artists in like the top 10 you know you have Lil Wayne and you have the whole Young Money and well Nikki she's from New York but you know how do you feel about the way that they're putting the south against New York and you know like uh any anyone could answer first I didn't say this again my phone went in and out <laughs> What happened? I didn't hear exactly what you said because my phone had went in and out. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, they're putting like they they kind of putting New York against the South because the South they have a lot of big records out. How do you feel about the way that they're putting the you know New York against the South and you know they're trying to make it like a competition type thing? You know, it's, how do you feel about that? Well, me personally, I can answer first, man. Um, I ain't, I ain't cut you off there, Heather B. <laughs> Oh, you didn't you didn't cut me off. Go ahead. Yeah, you know, I think to me, you know, because I'm 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 really considered in that bracket of being a southern artist, man. To be honest, man, because now you know I'm posted in the south, real heavy, man. They messing with me real hard down south. So you know, uh, I think that it's not a competition. I mean, I don't know why people trying to make it just like they try to make the East Coast West Coast thing. I think it's not a competition. I think that what it is is. is down south would get so much love because people like to hear feel good music. Yeah. And nobody want to hear about battling somebody and talking shit over track and you know some, a lot of people want to want to hear records that make them feel good. You know what I'm saying? They don't want to hear all of that. And I think that right now, you know, I can't be a hater of the south because of the one. It's, it's like New York had their time, the West Coast had their the East Coast had their time, the West Coast had their time. You know, now it's just the South term, man. The South just, you know, doing their thing right now, man. So, I mean, you know, you can't nobody hate on the South, man. You know, like I said, if you can't, I'm always a firm believer, if you can't beat them, join them. You know what I mean? Don't hate on them. You can't be mad because, you know, somewhere else hot and you not. I mean, if you had, especially if you already had your opportunity and you did your thing, just like when New York was big. Like, I was big on New York artists. You know, back in the day, I was real big on the Jada Kisses and Fab and, you know, still kind of big on a lot of them New York artists. But at the same time, man, you know, everything changes, man. So, you know, it's just the the, 
the environmental music just changed, man. It's just the soft turn. You know, everybody got it, got their chance to, you know, got every, every, everybody got a season. You got a winter, you got a spring, you got a summer, you got a fall. It ain't going to always be rainy. It ain't going to always be hot. It ain't going to always be cold. And now it's, it's just like it wasn't going to always be east coast. It wasn't going to always be west coast. And it ain't going to always be the south. It's just the south. It's got it popping right now. And a minute it's going to ship over and go to the Midwest. And then it might go back around again to New York. So, I mean, it's just where it goes. Okay. And, and, and you know how, what, how do you feel? Just to, just to reiterate more on what he said, you know, what? it's really, I mean, more than anything, it's about good music. You know, you got to make good music. And, and along with the good music, it's about support. And I have to say, as far as what I see, I could be wrong. You know, Jig is down there. He knows whatever. But a lot of artists from different regions, support each other a lot more than what we do in this area. A lot of artists don't support each other. I mean, what's wrong with jumping on the record? What's wrong with having four or five different artists from New York area jump on the record? It's a lot of politics involved, radio politics are involved, a lot of different things. And what I notice about when I travel and I go south and I go different places, artists support each other. Most, Mostly everybody support each other except for people from New York. I mean, bottom line, you know, you go down south and somebody could be big down south even in that area, you know, and it, everybody is on that. I remember, true story, I remember when I first heard of Master P. I went down south and he was rocking in the club and I went up to the DJ. I was like, who is this? I, I had never even heard, and all the kids, everybody knew exactly who he was, what he was, but they were supporting that artist. They, and the dude told me, the DJ said, he's the biggest thing on the street. It's not like that up here. If you big on the street, you won't be heard about in the club. You know what I mean? What's yeah. playing in the clubs in New York is what's playing on the radio. So it's about support, too. And we have to just continually support continuously support each other and that could be a cultural thing i don't know what it is but it is about support and you know it, instead of divide like you said about putting the east coast against the west coast and right. this part of south against the midwest man it's right. about good music like who making good music put yeah. it on it don't matter who where you from let right. this one let that one let everybody be on the same show if your music hot your music popping put them on the show but what i do notice is that people from the south people from the midwest people from, they support each other and people from this area are not really big on the support even with radio you know it's, it's not a big support thing and something has to change about that definitely it has but to you change know, but you know what not only that too you know reason why a lot of new york cats ain't supportive is because they stay in too much competition with each other yeah. they want to they want to prove a point you know what i'm saying see down south cats they're all about how can we get it together yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let's get it together. You know, you, know what, so, Jay, and all, and you know what, though, man? In all fairness, even if the music was about that, even if that's what they wanted to do, if your music was good, it might still get some. You still, even if you want to make a million battle records, make it good. Yeah. Like some of the music just ain't good. Some of the music just ain't good. Let's keep it a hundred. Some yeah. of the music just ain't good. Like right. you can make battle records. Some of the best records was battle records, but some of the, it just stopped being good, man. People, a lot of record companies, and like I said, just to go back to what Jig was saying, they putting on they boys and the A&R people hooking up his man, and his man got to do your album and all that. It's You got to make good music. I mean, bottom line, you got to make good music. And somehow, through some way, the people may find that they may get to it, but people just really slacked off a little bit, you know, and ain't making good music no more. 
Yeah. You're right, you're right. And you know what, too, just, just, to, just to put this out there for any artist that's listening, you know, a lot of people think that artists can't eat because they not, ain't, you don't know about them. They, they ain't worldwide, they ain't on TV. Let me tell you something. It's a gang of artists that's getting, I know a couple million that artists that's getting money. <laughs> I mean, kind of just food up. And you ain't, and, and a lot of people ain't never heard about them. Ain't never heard of them. <laughs> just because they're not on 106 The Park and not on BET and not on MTV Jam, that these cats ain't eating. It's a lot of cats that's getting money. Like, for one, my homeboy Tech Nine, that man's millionaire. Yeah. He ain't even got no video on TV. He ain't got no song on the radio. Yeah. But he's killing them. And he's getting, like, 10, 15 grand a show. Yep. Without all that. That's what Gucci Man was doing for years. Yeah. Like I said, respect my greedy. That's what I always say. Respect my greedy. Like, you know, every everybody got their hustle. Respect respect my greedy. You can't be mad at what people are doing. Yeah. If you got good music and people supporting you, yo, get your support, do what you got to do. And, and, like, it ain't all about number one here, number two. Yo, you respect my greedy. I'm eating at this place. Like I said, I, I've been doing, between my breaks and albums and stuff, I do commercials. I do television show production. I done had hair and nail salons. I, I, I'm a grown-ass woman. So yeah. my hustle is completely different. And I can't up at a different time in a different school and, and yo I do what I have to do I know I may not always be invited to the Grammys or what have you but I stand behind my music I write my songs I do my thing and I, I'm thankful for all the people that come out and support me you know yeah. don't worry about how I get mine my, my greedy is completely different you know what I mean it's, it's different than anybody else's you know what and I like to eat so I can't be in a size 2 and a size 4 I, you know my jeans is a completely different side so I do my thing and, and, and I hold it down in a whole different kind of way so I'm, I'm grateful for that man real talk I'm grateful for that yeah definitely and that's a whole different type of hustle the type of hustle that you guys are talking about that that Gucci Mane and Tech 9 hustle a lot of rappers don't really know that instead of always knocking on somebody else's door and trying to get in with somebody else they can go and they can rent out a club themselves and throw their own party and, and throw their own events in, in clubs and stuff like that. And that's what these artists are doing. They're doing it on their own, and they're getting money, and they're doing it on the low. Absolutely, but you can't be afraid of it either. You know, a lot of people don't like responsibility. As I said, and I don't want to get into a whole cultural thing, but <laughs> what, comes, what, comes, what comes with that is responsibility. And you, when you do that, when you step out there like that, you got to take the responsibility for it. You know, bosses are bosses for a reason. You yeah. lieutenants are lieutenants for a reason. Captains yeah. are captains yeah. for a reason. When you come out here and you do your thing, you got to take responsibility for it. I don't right. want to be in no group. I'm a solo artist. I do what I I do. I, I, it, it is what it is with me. You, you. It, people are in certain places in certain areas for a reason, you know. And a lot of people want to be told what to do, and other people are making it happen. So there, there lies the difference, you know. So as I said, you know, there's certain people out here who's doing their thing, like Jig, like artists that he mentioned. They doing their thing without all the other stuff, you know. And it's about going out here and hustling and grinding hard, and like I said, respecting that greedy. You can't be mad at me, you know. Don't be mad. I, I, I'm getting it in how I get it in. Don't be mad when you see me. Real talk. Like, I might be in Six Flags one day, and y'all might turn the TV on, and I'm on Martha Stewart next week. Don't be mad at me because I'm doing what I'm doing. Real talk. 
I'm doing what I'm doing. Don't be mad. Definitely. So uh, we're running out of time, so I basically want to get into where everybody can be found. So, um, Heather B., where can they find you? You have Twitter and MySpace and all of that type of stuff? Uh, uh, no. Right now, uh, my song, um, The Game Don't Stop, that's my new single. Mm-hmm. It just dropped. It just came out. It could be found on iTunes and on YouTube. It's called The Game Don't Stop. Um, I, I'm not even trying to blow myself up about it, but, yo, go check it out on iTunes. Go check it out on YouTube. You're going to feel it. Hit me back. You know, hit me. Let me know what you think about it. Leave your comments or whatever. It's called The Game Don't Stop. And the album, Open Bar, as I said, DJ Premier, Pete Rock, Launch Professor, Kenny Parker, a whole host of legendary producers are on my project that'll be dropping this summer so and i and i'm just thankful come out and see me when you hear i'm in your town sliding through or even if i'm at your happy hour at a bar getting it in just come say what's up and let's do some shots or something together it's all goody that's what's up and uh we're gonna play that we're gonna play that after the jump we're gonna play the game thank you so much thank you so much no problem we appreciate you calling in though thank you no problem all right, uh, Jig, where can the people find you at? Yo, y'all can catch me at myspace.com forward slash Big Jig, the breadwinner. That's B-I-G-G-J-I-G-G-T-H-E, breadwinner, all one word. Or you can catch me at my official website, which is bigjig.com, B-I-G-G-J-I-G-G.com. Or you can catch me at Twitter. You know, you can catch me at Facebook. You can catch me on Worldstar. You can catch me on YouTube. Or better yet, just do yourself a favor and just Google me. You can just Google me, type in B-I-G-G-J-I-G-G, and everything will come up on me, man, my whole 10-year career, man. That's, That's what's, what's up. up. That's what's up, man. We we definitely appreciate you calling in, taking the time out, man. And uh, you your career is definitely popping. And uh, both of you, your career, you know, like uh, the Primo thing, man, that's crazy. When I heard about it, I was like, yo, we got to get on the show. Thank and you. I'm really excited. I'm, I'm very grateful, and I'm humbled by it. And thank you so much for your love and support as well. Thank no, you. Thank no you problem, so much. Man. No problem. And, and I'm feeling the single, too. It's definitely popping. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> definitely. So, matter of fact, we're going